Well, welcome to the Nole Family Podcast, a podcast dedicated to Novak Djokovic, a tennis champion, of course, and also a great philanthropist, humanitarian and role model, and also to the Nole family, the folks out across the world on social media who follow Novak and give him a lot of love and support and share his exploits uh, and his conquest in the tennis world and beyond with all the other Nole family uh, across the world. Uh, as we come to you today, it is Saturday. Uh, Novak just wrapped up his semifinal match, a win straight sets over Kevin Anderson, 6-2, 6-2 in London. Of course, he'll play tomorrow. Zverev for the second time uh, in this tournament for the championship tomorrow. Zverev gave him about as tough a fight as he's had in this tournament, but there haven't been too many really competitive matches. Novak, of course, straight sets all the way through four matches and has rarely uh, even been tested on his serve. We'll talk more about the details of London in a moment. We just wanted to take a step back. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, and so just want to talk about a little bit, kind of a big picture. Number one, of course, Novak uh, has been assured of finishing the year and at number one, and it's fantastic to see that happen. What a great uh, comeback that has been, of course. He gets comeback player of the year in the ATP, and Marion, of course, gets coach of the year. But once again, to start outside the top 20 and finish year-end number one, what a phenomenal conquest, something that's never been accomplished before. And we talk about, once again, this greatest of all time argument. You know, There's many things that Novak can check off the list, things that other tennis players have never done. It certainly strengthens the case when you talk about the greatest of all time. Uh, the fifth time that he has ended year-end number one, I believe he trails only uh, Pete Sampras, who has six in that regard. So... Great times for Nole family. You sure all should be applauded. All the folks out there who supported him through some very difficult times over the last two years. This last five, six months has been just phenomenal times for us, and we should really relish it and enjoy it. And I know that Novak is always very thankful of the support that we provide. I want to take a quick look back to, to Paris as well, though. I didn't have a chance to do any podcast on the, the Paris uh, Masters 1000. But uh, Novak, of course, lost in the finals against Karen Hashanov. It was a, he had a good showing. I think he was certainly fighting through some... Some physical ailments, a little bit of a cold or something along those lines. And you could tell, I think it got the best of him, maybe caught up with him when he got to the finals. But I thought it was a good showing. Uh, again, he gets his 25th win over Roger Federer in the semifinals there. I believe he's won 8 out of the last 10 against Roger. And he also starting to put a little bit of space, 25-22. You know, that was kind of neck and neck, his head-to-head with Roger. It'll be nice to see him put a little bit of a, a spread in that gap between the wins uh, and head-to-head against Federer. Of course, that, that match did go three sets. Uh, Novak outstanding in the in a tie break specifically, 8-6 and 7-3 in those tie breaks. And again, really just shows, I think, kind of the mental edge he has over Roger at this stage of his career as well as Novak is playing. Now, again, Novak, maybe he wasn't his best physically in the finals against Hashinov. I would, I would say this, though, about Hashinov. I think he's one of the real, of the next-gen tennis players, one of the guys who has really impressed me of late. Uh, coming out of the U.S. Open, I really thought the two guys of the younger generation who were very impressive at the U.S. Open and who I'll really look to to really make maybe a surge were Hashinov and also Dominic Team. two guys who p- faced... Uh, Rafael Nadal at the U.S. Open and played very well. Uh, Hashinov had a uh, second set uh, opportunity to serve for the set against Nadal and failed to do so. Lost in four sets, but four very competitive sets and hits the ball very well. A guy who has, of course, a big, strong serve, but a guy who also is very fluid on the court for a big guy. I think he's six foot six. a guy who moves much better than you would expect for a guy that size. And I think he hit some tremendous passing shots against Novak in that final uh, Novak got up on him a break early in that first set in the final, but uh, Hashinov was able to great break back and get that first set back on serve. And I think from there, Hashinov really, really 
was dominant. I think Novak's, again, his energy level really kind of suffered after that, I think. But again, a good tournament overall for, for Novak to get to the finals there. I thought it was good considering what was happening there. But but keep an eye out for this kid, Hashinov. He's still very young. I think he's 21, 22 years old and has really impressed me late this season. So again, the fact that Novak wasn't at his best uh, uh, physically, I think, takes nothing away from the, the strides that this young man has made throughout the 2018 and going into 2019. I'm certainly excited about the end year end and also Novak where he is in his game going into 2019. Just to re kind of recap the ATP Nido finals in uh, London, of course, beating Isner in the first set, uh, first match, uh, Chilich in the second. That first set went to a tiebreak against Chilich, but he won 6 2 in the second. And then Alexander Zverev, a 6 4 and 6 1. Um, this was the only guy that has had any break points in the, uh, in the, in the tournament against Novak. Zverev had a, a double break in the first set. Uh, Novak was able to save those break points and win that set, get a break of his own, and go to 6-4. And then Zverev, as he typically has done a lot of times in these bigger matches, bigger tournaments, um, kind of zoned out in the second set when he got behind, 6-1. It really Zverev, to a large extent, it's, it's really a matter of fighting his mental battles as much as anything. He certainly plays the tennis at a very high level. And then here in the semifinals, 6-2, 6-2 against uh, Anderson. A pretty easy cruising to a victory for Novak. And the thing that's so impressive about this this tournament, you just look at the numbers with Novak on his serve. 37 of 43 uh, points won on his serve against Isner. Those those percentages are just phenomenal. They're just stunning. Uh, Chilich, 48 of 53. And again, I think Chilich really played at a high level. It's such a testament to Novak, the level of tennis that he's playing. When you look at these other guys who are playing, playing pretty well and really not even testing or pushing Novak in some of these matches... Uh, and then again, Zverev, uh, maybe a little bit lesser percentage, is 38 of 52. And again, Zverev did have the break points here, but um, Novak able to win handily in the second set. And then here in the semis, 6-2, 6-2, uh, 32 of 37 points won on serve against Kevin Anderson. And Kevin Anderson didn't serve his best. He was only, I think, 48% in that first set. But again, Novak put so much pressure on these guys to be so perfect you know, it's just amazing. You look at the number of times these guys are, you know, make unforced errors and, and Novak doesn't have as many winners, but the, the need to be so perfect really forces these these players to a stress level that they're not a, accustomed to against other players. And it really forces him to them to be, uh, you know, so perfect and puts the pressure there and really, you know, Novak puts them in a position to make so many unforced errors. So, very, very good times for Novak Djokovic. Um, he certainly seems to be very calm on the court. Again, understanding the level that he's playing at. Um, so many times, so perfect, so sharp in his ground strokes. Um, and really, it, to a large extent, he's so confident right now in his, his ability to win those ground strokes, those baseline rallies, that he's not having to do a lot with his return of serve. You know, he's not having to really take chances on those return of serves by trying to be perfect and hit big shots on the second serve uh, or on the return of serve at any point. Um, he's really just putting those balls back in play and understanding that if he does that, his level of play, his level of tennis right now is so high that it's difficult for these two guys to compete in head-to-head -head rallies. And so it's really forcing them to another level in terms of their stresses. Uh, moving into next year, you know, again, going taking a step back in the big picture. Look, Novak has, of course, he's the number one a ranking to finish the year. Um, he, of course, he has won nine, all nine Masters this year, another great accomplishment. Uh, he's won consecutive uh, Grand Slams going back to, of course, uh, Wimbledon and then the U.S. Open. So it really sets up well for 2019. A guy who's coming in number one, 
a guy who's going to be a very strong favorite in Australia where he has won six times and going for seven. That would be an all-time record. And the thing that excites me, and I mentioned this in the past, is that if he can get that Australian Open, he would go into the French Open, um, of course, uh, looking at three straight and an opportunity to once again, for the second time in his career, take those four, the, all four majors in his pocket. Again, having that, uh, that consecutive majors, four straight majors, holding all titles at once. Again, the only guy in this era uh, since Rod Laver to do that. And of course, this would be the second time Novak would be, have accomplished that feat. Of course, doing that back again in 2015 and 2016. So very excited about tomorrow. I think uh, Novak will be obviously a strong favorite. I think he'll be tested. I think Zverev will have some confidence coming out of the way he played in that first set against uh, Novak in the round robin. But Novak, it, it's such a comf- such a, a confidence level right now. And so, um, so calm on the court. His demeanor is so confident and strong right now that it really is going to be difficult for anybody to beat him the way he is playing. But it really sets up well for a fantastic 2019. Again, uh, thanks to all you folks in the Nole family for sharing all the love and all the information. As, as all of us know, it's sometimes difficult to follow Novak through all of these matches. Sometimes our schedules don't align with his. Sometimes he's playing very late at night or very early in the morning relative to our schedules, depending on where these tournaments play. So the more that you folks out there share uh, what he's doing out on social media, the, the better we can all keep up with what's happening and uh, as why, and see as much of this, uh, the, the exploits of the he has on the tennis court and share that all the love with all the fellow Nole family out there. So thank you all very much for doing that. Uh, again, as we wrap it up, uh, today is Saturday. Tomorrow will be the finals, so we'll come back with a podcast after the, the finals. Hopefully another uh, another championship for Novak uh, and another, another uh, great win going into 2019. So until our next time, have a great day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks.